another podcast. Shine on the rocks. We've got our ever present uh, John Jameson. Yes. Cheers, Cheers. everybody. Today, this is Logan. We're in the taco truck. Ay, yeah, yeah. It never gets easier. No. <laughs> I've been to Ireland. It doesn't get easier. Oh. Oh, of course, I've had like four Jameson shots already before this. We had some tables outside that needed some Jameson. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the bartender handshake. So, jumping into it, I've got Alicia Bagels with me. And Alicia has <laughs> probably one of the most exciting uh, Midnight Baker things in the world. <laughs> Love that place. <laughs> if you're on WeChat, you can follow WeChat, uh, Midnight Bakers. They are fabulous. We don't have a we don't have a WeChat account. But if you know, but we you have know. a group chat. Yeah. Okay. Hi. I'm Elisha, cocktail writer. I also do have a side hustle called Midnight Bakers, where I bake things and Logan eats them. Yeah. I eat them. Delicious I eat the things. Now we're also joined. We're very, very fortunate, lucky to have our very good friend of the pod, uh, Anna Souza. Yes, correct. So oh, somebody right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. So Anna, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Hey, I think if anybody needs to know about me, they should listen to the previous episode because I'm moving in. I'm bringing a pillow here to the Kelvin, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kelvin, Kelvin and Helena are out sick today, and we're having an, another. We're having something. Yep. We're having a, a, a pot in at the, in the taco truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just for a quick introduction, I'm a bartender for around ten to twelve years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been at the Shangri-La in. Shanghai before. I've been uh, the head bartender for the Pontiac for many years back in the day and many other bars. But again, want to know more? Previous episode, the Christmas one. But yeah, we're here. Let's do this. So today, our whole focus on the podcast, we want to talk about security in bars and how does that make you feel as first person that works in the bar and secondly, as a customer. Mm -hmm. Tell me, Logan, how does that make you feel? Well, see, I think it's different for, like, for me working in nightclubs in China, like some of the biggest nightclubs in Shanghai, I found that when there's a lot of bouncers, there's a lot of fights. Now, is there a cause and correlation? Does the bouncers cause the fights or the fights cause the bouncers? Okay. That's what, I don't know. As yeah. a drinker, I just want to go have a drink because I've been to some rowdy bars mm-hmm. and there's no bouncers. I've been to bars that are completely placid. And there's security. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm not the person that ever gets in a fight. Like, I don't I don't think I've gotten a fight in my whole time in China. Probably not. I don't ever get in fights. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, some people go to bars. Alcohol is a chemical, and it's a drug, and it, it affects people differently. Yeah. A lot of angry drunks. A lot of angry drunks. Like, we know, we personally can name drop enough angry drunks that we know that aren't fun to be around. I hate angry drunks. But it's about de-escalation, right? Um, as in... Okay, hold on. Let's let's get back to the the needs of security because I feel like, in example, in the U.S., you really need a bouncer because there's a lot of carding, mm-hmm. a lot of checking IDs and right. ages. Like yeah. they're basically like a gatekeeper to entering yeah. a bar. Mm-hmm. Which for listeners in Asia and for us in Asia, in, I'm generalizing, of course, but in general, Asian countries, underage drinking is not that big of a deal. Yes, it's much different here. Yeah. But I will say, like. Um, Working in the nightclubs, we'd have like 40 security members. 40? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nightclubs is easy. Wow. 40 40 dudes, all Dong Bay brothers and all black. Wow. Um, We'd have the Western security and then the, like, for example, men. I'd have Western security and then we'd have uh, the local Chinese security. Those are the big heavy hitters. Okay. So I'll give you an example why sometimes you need security. Mm -hmm. 
one time we had a guy, and I was the bar manager of the club. I was the club manager of the club side of men. Uh, we had a guy that thought he lost his credit card, and he was wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is important in a second. And he starts yelling at all my staff, like, and we're busy. This is like a hundred, two hundred k night. Yeah. We're very busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starts yelling at all my staff, and like I came up, like, what's the problem? What's the problem? I'm still behind the bar. Mm-hmm. He's out, outside the bar. I'm behind the bar. And he's like, your staff stole my credit card. Your staff stole my credit card. He's like, oh, there's no reason to steal somebody's credit card. Always yeah. stealing is up. Always jump to that conclusion yeah. when they lose something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you sure the staff stole your credit card? And he took his hand and he slapped me as hard as he could in the face. <gasps> wow. And I was like, are you sure you did that? And all the security immediately was wow. not happy with him. And I was not happy with him, but I am a professional. And so I took his glasses off and I put them in his pocket. And I was like, I'm going to help you right now. And he, when I put the glasses in his pocket, it's like, oh, and what is this? And it was his credit card in his pocket. Oh. On his front shirt. He was bright red. After the security handled him, he was very bright red. And that's oh, why I took man. off sunglasses, uh, uh, his glasses, because no, I knew. I don't agree with that, though. I, I, I wasn't okay with it, but I wasn't going to hit a customer. But ever. that's not the escalating, right? Because I think, Oh, no, that was escalating. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, I think the good type of security is somebody that can see that a argument or a fight is about to start and is able to separate people and de-escalate before it happens, right? Because that keeps standard so operation what? going, yeah. and that keeps everybody comfortable and happy, right? Well, it's, so what happened? He fought. He fought with the security, oh, no, no, or he, he did not fight with the security. Oh, the, security. Okay. the security put him in an elevator, okay. and then he was rolled out of the elevator. Okay, so you, the glasses were just for safekeeping, just in case. No, I put them back in his pocket because I knew they were okay. punched in the face. Okay, yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to do anything. I don't, like I, don't, that. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't. No, no, no. You, didn't you, you hit anybody on staff? No, I, I know that it's, it's on you and it's, now. And it's the pride yeah. of protection. So, like, I used to work back in, way back when I was very young. Mm-hmm. I worked at baby Volar. Anna. Yeah, Baby Anna. I worked at Volar, which is, like, one of the biggest nightclubs in Hong Kong for many years. They recently closed after COVID, but they were open for, and, and I'm just saying I'm here, I think 15 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were very prestigious. So, there were three ways to get into the into the club, right? So, either you have a table booked, mm-hmm. or you were in a guest list, or you had to pay to get in. And it was so, like, cash or grass. Yeah, so it was basically like three hundred fifty Hong Kong dollars plus you get two drinks or something. Like it was mm-hmm. pretty standard. So people came out. I was doing a, a little bit of like table bookings. I was doing door. I was doing uh, music management for the artists with them. I was in like several roles, but on the weekends I was at the door, and people used to come to me and be like, "I want to get in." I was like, "Okay, three hundred fifty. You get two drinks. Just pay here and come on in, right?" Mm-hmm. And people would try to argue with you that they don't want to pay. And you're like, look, if you don't want to pay, either you have a table or you're on the list. Like, I'm doing my job here. It's not my decision. Yeah. I'm not just letting it for free, right? And some people you should get, like, really aggressive. You don't understand how many times I heard, do you know who I am? And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If your name is not on the list, I don't know your name. Like, I just don't know who you are. Yeah. And uh, we had situations of, like, luckily the securities were really good at Volar, but I had a guy, and this, I don't know where he's from, but he's like, I, I own a club in Vegas. So I said, well, then you can afford to pay the ticket entry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? yeah like, that's uh, the thing, right? Do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah I know yeah. you're rich and you can pay. You can pay. And he spit on my face. <gasps> and then I was like... Oh, mm. my God. On my face. And what I liked is the security didn't go full aggro. They just physically like, blocked me. They stepped in front of me, like like body blocked me. And mm-hmm. told the guy, like, you're going to have to apologize to the lady. And also, if you want to come in, either you pay or you walk away right now. Because it's not cool, man. And just that intimidation, but it's still, like, without touching... It yeah. was enough for the guy to, like, fine, okay, I'm sorry. Well, it was, like, almost like a child. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you guys still let him in. 
Well, the thing is that, like, yeah, we, we didn't plan to, but we actually did realize that he probably did know people, that he was actually connected, mm-hmm. but probably didn't put him on the list, mm-hmm. which happens sometimes, too. A lot of people who have a table invite a bunch of people and not submit their just, names. Yeah, forget mm-hmm. names, yeah. yeah. so it, it, it came out as, because the people that he was name-dropping did have a table, so it sounded like... Mm-hmm cool but maybe you called them not us right like it was a, so yeah we just yeah. we just wanted to de-escalate and he was fine he came back he apologized he tipped us because he thought that that would probably make it up for staying in my face which mm-hmm. it didn't i was still like bitter i was looking at him like Urgh. yeah <laughs> but we had all there like we also had a lot of like people trying to literally physically push in yeah which you're like you're not gonna get anywhere let me show you're gonna pass me but then there's 10 other people behind right but the idea was always de-escalation and a lot of times it has happened it became fights and physical fights yeah but it's never ideal because you have to call the police. Yeah, it's not fun. Nobody wants that. You're Nobody having a Friday that. night. It hurts everybody's business. So I, I have a question. So um, obviously you guys know, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time working in bars, obviously. <laughs> um, but I, so I, I, when I worked at one bar for a little while, it was a small place and there was not really, you know, there's obviously not any security, right? And um, had a situation where... Like, I looked up, this guy was drawing on the wall. You know, he was very drunk. He was, you know, with his girlfriend or whatever. And I just went and I was like, hey, you can't, you know, you, you can't draw on the wall. And he was like, I'm a customer. I can do whatever I want. Like, it's your job to make sure I do whatever I want. Like, getting all crazy. Like, he was very wasted. I was like, it's it's not my job to let you draw on the wall. I was like, you know, just please just leave. You have to leave. He was like, no. I'm not leaving. And his girl and his girlfriend was like, I'm not, we're not leaving. And I was like, please, like, please just go. Right. You know, you, you guys are, you know, it's been a long night. Just please get out of there. Um, And they just refused to leave and started like getting kind of aggressive. And so uh, our, our friend Mark Lloyd was in the bar with me and he's, you know, a bigger dude. So like for people who don't see me, I'm like, I am very short and, um, <laughs> And, like, I don't know, as a woman, it can be, like, if there's a guy getting yeah. in your face, you know, I like to think that I stand my ground, but at the same time, like, I can't, there's not a lot I can do, like, physically, yeah. right, if something starts happening. And so, our, our, tell them facts. I could tell, I could tell, I could be like, <laughs> I know the all these facts that can make you feel better and make you a better customer. But, so, no, so our friend, you know, my friend came over and he was like, you know, what's the problem, what's going on, and was trying to convince him to leave, and the guy just, like, really started like yelling and whatever and I like took his picture and because I was like I'm you know like you, you need to take the picture makes them no I was like I'm a, I was like you gotta leave and you can't come back like you know I was like Black if you're gonna start whatever and then the woman gets on the phone to call the police and she uh tells the police I'm at a bar and these people are stealing from us and blah 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 blah, blah. the police did not come because she like you know, quickly hung up well, and whatever. Yeah, but it was this whole thing, and now I can't even remember like how we got them to leave. But in that moment, I was like, "What do you do?" So normally, like what I do is actually like uh, I'll tell them first that it's a private place and I have the right to refuse service mm-hmm. because it's a business, it's a private place, it's not a a government right, it's not like a, yeah. you know a public space is a private yeah. place. So if I say I don't want you here and mm-hmm. I don't want you to give you service, I have the right to kick you out basically, right? Yeah. And generally, if you say that stern enough and serious enough, and you make them uncomfortable enough, you give them the bill and, and mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, ideally, they would leave. Mm-hmm. And if not, like, I, if somebody's actually getting that, like, are argumentative, mm-hmm. I will actually call the police. Okay. I'll be like, we are business. We're having a hard time with this person that's not welcome here, and we can yeah. get them out. Um, just the act of calling usually get people to leave. Okay. So I don't actually have to then follow through. That's <laughs> the thing, though. Like, drunk people start acting like barnacles. 
Yeah. Like, no, I'm staying here. I want to be here. That like, happens all the time, and I don't get it. Like, I, I mean, I'm not. An, uh, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you guys. I'm not an angry drunk, and you guys are also not like that. And so, if someone, I, I've just never been in a situation where someone was telling me to leave, and I was like, no, I'm fucking well, staying, and you're gonna like we, it. Yeah. But, that, so we had this situation that happened last Saturday here. There was, uh, I got here at two o'clock, and the police were outside. Uh huh. And there was two customers that were just apparently they drank a bottle of. Uh, week about 2 p.m. on Saturday Uh, and I got here and there was police car and two guys were outside and police were talking to them and um, uh, one of the waitresses called the police because the guy drank a bottle of Jameson and then just gotten very aggro and like it was a regular customer of ours we know the guy and I was like yeah hey man and all the other tables were getting very upset about it yeah and the, the Especially because it's 2 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah, the, 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 the staff member was not comfortable, and she did what she thought she was, was right. Yeah. And I'm not going to say somebody's wrong in the moment. Yeah. If you're feeling uncomfortable in that situation, call the police. Yeah. Who am I to say you're wrong? Right. Right? Like, if you feel uncomfortable enough to call the police, you call the police. Yeah. Uh, but I got there, and I was like, the guy was, like, knocking over tables, and he was <gasps> cursing. Really? And I was like, bro, we know you. Relax. Chill out. He's like, oh, this other lady's starting trouble with me. I was like, so what? Time to go. Just breathe. The police let him go. Yeah. The police talked to him, and then the police left. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's mellow of the police. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, man, you're not in any trouble. Why don't you just take it off? Mm-hmm. Take off today. Yeah. You know, it's 2 p.m. on a Saturday, and you're hammered drunk. Yeah. And now all my other customers are uncomfortable. And he was like, well, I want to stay here. I want to have my food. I was like, but your food's in a bag. Mm-hmm. You have it in your hand, and you're gestulating wildly. Yeah. Why don't you just take off? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I want to be here, blah, blah, blah. And it was one of those things, like a barnacle, like, yeah. They just like I'm drunk and I want to I need to stay here. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. Don't stay at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Flee the scene of the crime. But that's a weird thing, but like and we're we're a no bouncer restaurant. We're a or, restaurant. Yeah. Right? So like bouncers could handle it a couple different ways. Yeah. But like I as a owner, I'd have to probably be involved at some point. Yeah. That's generally the manager's job to yeah. deal with this, but the manager here is a female. I didn't want her to be right in the way of a, a drunken person. No, cuz drunk people here in China, I think people Especially foreigners feel like they have certain rights that know, they wouldn't I'm, have back home. I'm making this noise of like the female, the, the manager here is female. Because mm-hmm. like when we wore the Pontiac as an all women's bar, like basically, although. Well, this is why I wanted you to do yeah, this like, topic with us. Me, yeah. Me, me and Beckley are pretty tall. Like she's six feet tall and 5'11, right? So we're not exactly like the tiny little girls, but also like we didn't get into fights with people. But when we realized that we're getting aggressive, first we do like we have like a step by step procedure the first yeah. one is we have this really scary stink eye like there's a look that if i give to a customer usually like will scare them to their base it's not even it's a, it's a look of i'm not joking mm-hmm. like this is serious yeah calm down then the second thing is engage in conversation but de-escalate which is just like look at him and be i understand but this behavior is not okay yeah can we settle somewhere that works for both of us la 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 and yes it is a little bit of a of a pride hurting because you need to pretend that they're kind of right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's just a way again it's just de-escalate because the last thing we want is for the night to end and one customer ruin everybody else's body right so there's a lot of uh looking at silence also giving space to digest what they're saying so they'll say something and you look at it and you think and you mm-hmm. kind of like have a slow down conversation so you lower the yeah the tonality and keep your tone low and all that so that's kind of initially it usually works mm-hmm. but next people are just fired up and we'll just 
physically start moving towards the door with mm-hmm. him. <laughs> kind of oh, okay. Yeah, then like talking and slowly moving forward and forward until we get him to the door. Yeah. Uh, that also works. And then if it actually escalates, luckily our bar was very full and we have a lot of regular customers, so a lot of them would make sure that we wouldn't get into a physical fight, per se, if we're having a yeah. large location and, and call the police. So that was part of like the, the, the three steps of dealing with arguments. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we didn't have that many fights, mm-hmm. except for in Hong Kong, the rugby sevens, because those are people that came from out of the country, a lot of like Australian, British mm-hmm. and all that, yeah. or the rugby sevens, and a lot of them were like hooligans. Mm-hmm. So those nights of the rugby seven, we had a lot of like fights and stuff. We just made sure that if it's one-on-one dude fighting, go do it outside. Yeah. Like we were not involved in this. Like, we just... But if it's with the staff, we always call the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we had the American Marines stop for refueling their boats, uh, like yeah. they'll go out. But the thing is, because it's twice a year, and it's very often, we knew reporting officers, so we had them, like, on our mobile. Okay. And so if, if we see something happening, we just text those guys and be like... Yeah. This guy, yeah, this guy having fun. Yeah. So we just, like, we take a photo and we just send to these reporting officers mm-hmm. and we just get them, like, can you get your boys, like, on leash? Yeah. <laughs> and usually, like, we think, like, 20 minutes they'll get a phone call when they, like, call back to the boat and yeah. things are going to be solved. Yeah. But, or sometimes not. It was, it was the two different difficult times of the year, but most of the, the general crowd that we had was pretty peaceful. Yeah. We didn't have that many fights. Oh, I mean, I, I like what you were just saying about, like, slowly moving towards the door and whatever. I guess I just, you know, I I find it hard. Like, I I will not say I, I'm an easily intimidated person, but there, you know, there can come a point, I guess, where, like, physically there's not much you can do if something starts to happen. And I, and I don't like to say, um, like, obviously, if I were in a bar and – I, like, you would scare the shit out of me, Anna, you know? Like, I don't think that it, it's, like... Hold me back. Like, it's not that I think, like, oh, like, women can't handle it. Like, I don't feel like that at all, you know? Like, there, there are, um, like, plenty of us are totally comfortable, like, standing our ground and, like, not taking shit from anyone. But there does become... There is... A, can be a physical element, right? So your bar... Your uh, restaurant manager, Logan, like, if she is, yeah, like... Yeah, she's yeah. If, she's small. Yes, and if you're... If you are a smaller... Peaceful, maybe not as sassy woman as you know uh, Anna and myself. Like it can get it, no, it can get no scary. Yeah, which is not. Scared, nobody's saying yeah. Negative. That's what I said. If you, yeah, she felt the need to call police. Yeah, there's a need and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I said I was like, if you felt that scared and intimidated, yeah, then you everything you did was fine. Because the cops came here, they're like, oh, blah blah blah. Because I think the Chinese local police are very mellow. Yeah, versus, and that's kind of good. They, they, they'll take stuff yeah. and they'll handle stuff. Yeah. And then they'll be very, very okay with everything. Yeah. Like, I can tell you a story. At Old Punch, we had a situation where we had these customers. They were sitting uh, on the couches and they got very drunk with all their friends, maybe like 12 or 15 people. Mm-hmm. They had a bill of like 10 or 15K. Mm-hmm. But it was like a lot of people ordering bottles and punches. Like, it wasn't normal. It wasn't like two people having mm-hmm. drinks. Yeah. And everybody, that they, they, you know, it's friends leave as the night goes on. Right. People are like, oh, let me pay in. Yeah. And we could hear them saying, oh, let me pay in. I'll give you whoever. I'll, I'll send money to Bill, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So everybody kept sending money to them. And then the two guys, there was two guys left. They were very drunk. And uh, our manager gave them the bill to them. So, yeah, Linda is party-sized. And what happened was these guys didn't want to pay their bill, even though they were paid up from everybody had chipped in. They were like, oh, you're charging us too much, yada, yada. They were just very drunk. And they pushed one of my staff members, mm-hmm. and she was not taking that, so she called the police. 
And the police that showed up were much bigger than I was, and I am 6'2", and they were big dudes. And they, they, the wait staff said, okay, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And all my friends were waiting around to go to KTV with me. So we were all about to leave, mm-hmm. but we had to, I had to deal with this. And so the police were like, oh, what happened? And my staff told them, oh, you know, these guys had this bill, they didn't want to pay it. And they pushed the staff member. Mm-hmm. And the customer started mouthing off to the police, which in the U.S. you never do. Yeah. But this guy started mouthing off to the police, and the cop, uh, he took his hand in a C cup, like a C, and he hit the guy in the throat. Oh. And the guy instantly wow. shut up. <laughs> he instantly shut up. And then the police officer told me to close the door. Whoa. So we closed the door to the, the bar, and they were out in the hallway, and you know, for about a good 10 or 15 minutes, we heard nothing. And then there was a knock on the door, and we opened the door, and the police officer said, hey, they have something they'd like to say to your staff. And the two guys were on their knees kowtowing, <gasps> saying, we want to pay the rent. We want to pay the rent for the month. How can we pay you? We're like, oh, no, you have to pay uh, the rent here. So something <laughs> that escalated quickly. It's like crazy story slogan. It, yeah. it always happens around you. <laughs> no, they just working in nightlife in China, you start to see yeah. the interesting things. Because yeah. the police are really cool here. Yeah. And like, like they the, don't like you. That is the thing. I, I, do, I see people mouthing off a lot to the police. Like when there's stuff going on in the street or whatever, yeah. and they're, you know, they do not. Um, you know, in the U.S., you would literally never do that because that. Yeah. I, I, for, for fear of being shot, basically. I have respect and, for police. I wouldn't ever do that. It's just how we grew up, too. Not right. me being shot. I just yeah. wouldn't mouth off to police. But, yeah, the police are more chill But so here, I guess. Oh, yeah, they, they take it and they just look at you like, not not in me, but I think somebody's mouth, but they just look at them like, oh, you idiot, and they just listen. Like, you know, they, they don't even yeah get, like, riled up by it, and then yeah. one person finishes like you're done. Cool, that's not okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> in, in, in just closing it out, because this is a quick one, what do we think? Do we feel more secure with security at a, at a, at a club, or do we want to be in a place with no security because you know there's no problem? I think there's, well, for bars, cocktail bars especially, I don't think there's a need for security per se. But also, like, again, this perspective, because we are in Asia, and I'm going to say that the amount of fights in bars, it's so much less than anywhere else in the West that I've been mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Like, I think there's a much lower amount of uh, dudes going, like, Hey, what did you say to my girl? Let's go outside or some stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot less of that. I've been what all together in Asia for around fifteen years, but in this industry for about twelve. Yeah. And I don't think I've seen more than a handful of fights. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, like nightclubs, so night, okay, sure, more nightclubs. But I'm saying in, in a bar, I have not seen more than a handful drops, right. and they're always pretty small. There was one-on-one type of stuff. I've never seen like yeah, it escalate. And that I think is also the the culture of going out and drinking. There's a lot of yelling at each other's faces and like finger pointing, but yeah. I haven't seen people escalate to the physical that much, mm-hmm. which like I appreciate in a way. So I also yeah. think that yes, bars in the U.S. do they need a busy bars, especially party bars? Do they need security? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do cocktail bars, even party bars in Asia, need security? I don't. Depends on where, maybe Thailand or something. But I think in like. China especially, no. Yeah. Now, nightclubs, I think it does. Because I think nightclubs, you also... It's not only alcohol. It's also the concept of pride. A lot of people that get a yes. table on a nightclub is to show off. is to yeah. be, like, yeah. in charge and powerful. And they will lose face very easily. So, yeah. something that they respect them for them is, like, is hurting their ego and their pride. Yeah. And there's a lot more fights in a nightclub, I think, for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a status. There's a lot of people with status competing for status. Right. It's a lot of, like, who is the biggest dick in the room. Mm-hmm. So I think like... Well, on that note, it's always me. Thank you, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Boom! That's called a segue. Kevin, play us out. (laughs) (laughs) 